Welcome to the Traveling Hypnotist Podcast, the ultimate destination to elevate your life through the power of travel, modern hypnosis, neuroscience, and time-tested wellness practices. I'm Nicole Hernandez, the Traveling Hypnotist. And as a board-certified hypnotist, creator of the TTH Method, and wellness expert for the Four Seasons Hotel, New York downtown, I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey. This podcast features travel-inspired hypnosis, real client sessions, belief-shifting travel stories, and interviews with experts who are shaping the world of conscious living. All right, it's time to journey within and go beyond. Well, welcome back to another episode of The Traveling Hypnotist. This is Nicole, your hypnotist and host. And today's episode, we're going to be doing something a little different, something that's called a teaching tell or a hypnotic story. So what's going to be unique about this specific episode is that this is something that you can actually listen to while you're active, while you're walking, while you're driving, while you're cleaning your home. You can listen to this with your children if you have children or your niece or nephew or your spouse or whoever, your friends. So this is something that is was created specifically for Halloween because it is actually one of my favorite holidays. I remember being a little kid and just finding such sweet moments during the Halloween time. I remember one year my grandmother had actually crafted my Halloween costume and I decided to be Tinkerbell. And then another year, I remember buying one of those masks that came with like that weird smelling (laughs) plastic Halloween costume. And it was a, it was a Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman has always been one of my favorite characters. And in fact, I keep a a little picture of Wonder Woman on my bulletin board in my office so that I can always see it. And you might've noticed if you've ever looked at some of my pictures, I wear a cuff, a golden cuff on my right um, wrist because it's reflective of Wonder Woman. So in a way, I'm always wearing that a little bit of that costume. And, you know, Halloween just allows us to consider the different parts of us. And, you know, whether that is that we want to express our sexuality and maybe we don't often get to in certain situations, or maybe we're looking to express something in us that's a little bit more mysterious and dark, or maybe the parts of us that are really funny and humorous. And there's all these parts that we get to express during Halloween, which I think is really fun. So in a way, when we mask up, we almost remove the masks of some of the characteristics that we have that we often hide. Now, today's episode is actually designed specifically for someone who might feel desperate around dating. Although because this is a metaphorical story about a pumpkin patch, you can certainly utilize this episode for so many other things. But I do want to touch on this kind of idea of dating and and being chosen because it is one of the areas that I focus on a lot in my own practice. And I do have a lot of clients that are in their late 20s and in their 30s that are going through this this time in their lives where they have moved through college and checked the box and gotten the their first big job and checked that box. And now the next thing on their list of things to do in their life is to get married and to have children. 
And because of the human body, because especially for women and feeling like they have a certain timeline that they need to meet in order to have children, there can be a rush to find love. And it's often not even real love that they're looking for. They're just looking for this kind of ideal person so that they can find a mate and check check those boxes off. And it can be a really difficult time and cause a lot of anxiety. And I've also found that for me personally, that when I stopped looking so hard to find the perfect person on my list and just opened myself up to connect with somebody that would be a good match for me and that would be a good partner for me, that's actually when I was able to find love. So kind of that surrender to uh, to the universe to match me up instead of you know trying so hard and feeling so desperate. And so I wanted to share that with you because so many people are moving through that. Now, again, because this is a metaphorical story about pumpkins in a pumpkin patch, you will find so many other uses for this. And it is, again, family-friendly, so your children can listen to this. But let's go ahead and get started with this story. And just know you do not have to close your eyes for this. So if you want to drink your pumpkin latte, or if you want to go for a walk right now, then you can do that. But let's go ahead and just start with a few nice deep breaths. Just kind of getting us here in the Halloween spirit, in the Halloween vibe of things. So let's just take a nice deep breath in. And as you take that breath in, you can just let it go now, breathing out. And on your next breath, let's go ahead and just imagine that as you breathe in, you can inhale the scent of a pumpkin latte. So go ahead and breathe that in now. And as you breathe out, just imagine you can just exhale like a green, funky, gooey gunk out of your body. All the things that you've been worrying about in the last week or the last couple of weeks, just let that go now. Good. And let's do that again, bringing, breathing in that nice pumpkin latte, that smell into your body and the spirit of Halloween and exhale anything that feels toxic let it go. All right. Our story begins at Wanda's Pumpkin Patch in Ridgewood, New Jersey, where there off the road is a wooden sign that advertises, come and get your Halloween's best. We've got giant pumpkins, tiny munchkins, and gourds in unusual shapes. We've got face painting and colorful mums and even a petting zoo. And there in Wanda's pumpkin patch lived Patty, a pumpkin from the best of New Jersey's vines. She'd grown so gracefully throughout the spring and summer, not too tall and not too round, and she had the perfect pumpkin orange hue. Patty knew herself to be a pumpkin of worth. After all, Patty was not just any pumpkin. She came from a long legacy of Halloween pumpkins, the kind that families proudly showcase in their windows and doorsteps. And Patty dreamed of Halloween, oh, a time so grand. She envisioned the perfect family with two little children walking into the pumpkin patch and just catching a glimpse 
of her from afar, and Patty would imagine herself glowing in the fall sunlight. And there, there she would find an instant love connection. And one of the children would say, Mom, we must take this one home. Of course, the perfect family would drive a shiny new SUV and they'd take her to their home with the perfectly manicured lawn, decorated with friendly skeletons and burgundy mums. And yet she hadn't decided if she would be painted or carved with jagged teeth. It was a decision that she would later meet, but on Halloween day, on October 31st, there she'd be on the family's porch and she would sit atop a gold bale of hay, the perfect beacon of Halloween joy on a cool fall day. And she'd be giddy with the delight to find that the love and praise of all the trick-or-treaters across the land. But to Patty's dismay, the first opening weekend in October at Wanda's pumpkin patch had come and gone and Patty had not been picked at all. And she worried that she just wasn't in a good spot. The perfect family couldn't see that she was not too tall and not too round and that she had the perfect pumpkin orange hue. So Patty asked her friend, Jenny the goat from the petting zoo to come by that night. And Patty said, Won't you be a dear and use your head to roll me up to the front of the pumpkin patch across from the gourds and the mums? And that way, the perfect family can see me, fall in love with me, and take me home. So, Jenny the goat, being the good friend that she was, gently rolled Patty to the front, and Jenny the goat was extra careful not to accidentally poke Patty with her horns. It was another beautiful October weekend at Wanda's Pumpkin Patch, and Patty was sure this weekend she'd be picked. She had the perfect placement. Her strategy would be a hit. But the hours ticked by, and Patty's optimism began to wear She noticed all the other pumpkins that had been picked that day. She saw the tall ones and the short pumpkins seemed to be popular this year. And those little white miniature pumpkins were being purchased in baskets of 10 and 20. Oh dear. She noticed that even the ugliest, bumpiest gourds were even being snatched up by those perfect families and taken home in those shiny SUVs. And Patty thought, how? How could this be? At the end of the weekend, Patty was filled with fright. Maybe her look wasn't just right. She tried to stretch herself even taller, but it didn't seem to help. And she wondered if perhaps her skin was just too orange. She lamented, Oh, if only I've stayed out of the sun, I would have been loved and chosen and had a Halloween home by now. And just then, Gary the Goose waddled by, as geese do, and he noticed Patty looking pensive. Patty, what's the matter? Don't fret or else you'll get another ridge on your rind, he joked. Patty sighed. It just seems that no one wants a pumpkin like me anymore. 
I'm not tall enough. I'm not curvy enough. I'm too orange. I'm not even lumpy enough. Everyone else is getting picked except me and I'll never find the love of a family. I'll never have a Halloween home. I'll disappoint my whole pumpkin family by not carrying the legacy on. And Gary the Goose smiled to himself. Oh, Patty, don't be silly. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. People see pumpkins and choose them not because they are better than you, but because they see a connection, an aspect of themselves reflected back to them. Some people see the gourds with all their bumps and it reminds them of their own lumps and their own bumps in their life. And in a way, it's like choosing themselves. You get it, Patty? Patty nodded, as pumpkins do. And she said, thanks, Gary. Yes, yes, I guess I see what you mean now. And the days continued to roll by. And it was a few days before Halloween now. And Wanda's pumpkin patch would be officially closing soon. And everyone expected a big turnout just before Halloween day. But something happened in that last weekend, which no one could have foreseen. It started to rain and rain and rain all through the night. And there were puddles everywhere when the sun rose in the morning and not a car in sight. And one of the farmers was in such a rush to lay out hay to cover the mud that he accidentally stepped in a deep puddle right next to where Patty stood. And suddenly, Patty felt the splash of mud on her perfectly pumpkin orange-hued rind. Oh no, I'm ruined, she cried inside. Then suddenly, a car pulled up and she heard the squeal of little children and a set of sticky warm hands picked her right up. Oh my goodness, could it be that Patty had finally found her family? Look, Mom, the little boy cried with pride. I found our Halloween pumpkin. But the mom screamed, put down that pumpkin instantly. It's filthy and full of mud on one side. Can't you see? So the little boy obeyed and put Patty back down on the wooden pallet. And Patty's little heart was crushed as if someone had just hit her with a mallet. That night, she tried to sleep, but she had nightmares about the mother's screams. The rejection was tearing her apart from the inside. And she looked out to the moon and she cried, Why me? Why must I end up alone and dirty? And just across the way, the wise scarecrow stand said with a gentle tone, There, there, Patty, you're not alone. But you don't understand, Stan. You're a scarecrow and you will last year after year. But I, I only have one chance to be loved find a Halloween family, I fear. It seems my fate is to be discarded and to rot away, and at some point I'll just be a droopy and goopy mess. I've missed my chance. I haven't lived up to my best. And Stan, the scarecrow's voice, carried this time throughout the pumpkin patch like someone wise and old. Patty. All your terms and conditions to live up to this legacy are a tricky game. Finding a Halloween home, not always the same. 
You see, the season of the harvest offers a lesson, my dear. Maybe it's time to take a deeper look. You said you wanted love and a family. You said you wanted to be a Halloween pumpkin. And you have it all. All of that is right here. But here's a little message to take away. Anytime you think all hope is lost, just remember to think to yourself, it's this or something better. And just watch what comes your way. And it was that night beneath the blue moon that Patty thought and thought about what Stan the Scarecrow had proposed. Maybe, maybe she had already found her Halloween home. She thought of all her friends that had cheered her on and had metaphorically held her hand. She was loved after all, and it seems she did have a family here. And then it was finally Halloween and this day. Well, this day, Patty had a different kind of energy. Instead of sulking, she stood proudly in the patch up front and center. She would be the best Halloween pumpkin after all, even with her muddy exterior. And she thought to herself, it's this or something better. But a funny thing happened. Patty was suddenly plucked up by a man that smelled of patchouli and had a patchy mustache. His name was Eddie, and he took one look at Patty's muddy side and smiled to himself. He had to have her. Eddie drove Patty home, not in an SUV, but in a little black and white mini. And once Patty was home at Eddie's apartment in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, he took out a big black Sharpie. Patty giggled as he traced the shape of the mud on Patty's side. And wouldn't you know it? The shape, the shape was that of a lopsided, jagged little heart. And then he wrote something just above it in big letters. That night, yes, Halloween night, Eddie handed Patty to his girlfriend Mary just before midnight. And across Patty's perfectly pumpkin orange-hued rind, above that heart, the letters so cleverly read, let's be weird together forever. In the moonlight, as the couple kissed, Eddie made Mary his Halloween bride-to-be. And wouldn't you know it, Patty had not only become a Halloween pumpkin, but her legacy would live on as a Halloween love story. And Patty thought to herself how grateful she was for this magical midnight moment when all the connections came together, like the perfect spider web woven together. Everything she wanted, deep and true, came together, not as she knew, not the exact vision, oh, but so clever. This, she realized, this was so much better. I'm wishing you a happy Halloween. And if you enjoyed today's story, then I will just ask you to please share it with a friend or with someone that you love and spread the Halloween spirit. And just as a quick reminder, I will be at the Four Seasons Resort Orlando at Walt Disney World this week. 
I'll be hosting TTH sessions, a couple of group hypnosis sessions, as well as the time traveler session. So if you're interested in past life regression, this might be a really good time to really indulge yourself in that experience. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me at thetravelinghypnotist.com. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Traveling Hypnotist podcast. Your journey doesn't have to end here. If you're ready to unlock the power of the TTH method, visit thetravelinghypnotist.com where you'll learn more about private sessions, life-changing programs, and pop-up events near you. If today's episode helped you, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback and support mean the world to me. Again, I'm Nicole Hernandez, the traveling hypnotist, reminding you to journey within and go beyond.